everyone welcome to this lesbian ship is intense i'm katie and i'm v how does that feel katie are you used to it yet no i hate it (laughs) (laughs) we're here talking shit about lesbian ships and one of our (laughs) number one ships that we haven't talked about in forever is juliantina Yes, our lack of conversation around it does not mean that we do not care. It means that we are poor at time management. (laughs) Speaking of, it is now January. This is about the time I started watching Holy and Tina a year ago. Oh, really? I put it off and put it off and then I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, yeah. I don't remember when I started watching it, but happy anniversary. Yeah, it was, I mean, we started tweeting about it in January, so it's definitely our podcast, like, one-year anniversary of Hilly and Tina in our lives, and um, honestly, what the fuck is going on with the movie and the spinoff? Like, I'm really, don't know. I seriously have questions because, so I started watching, hey, what is it called? Um, Amares para Siempre with Luis Melia, which is Luisa and Amelia. And I guess I heard that they're having their own, like, maybe spinoff or movie or I don't know what the hell. And I think I've already seen photos of them or, or like, pictures of them recording. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Where's the Julia Dina shit? So I'm definitely a little bit jealous about that right now. Oh my god, like, I get that it has to be written and stuff, but that, this was my hesitation back when they announced it. I'm like, why are you announcing things that haven't even been written yet? Because uh, who knows what happens in production and writing Mm. and things, like, is this still happening? I thought they were supposed to record in November the movie, and they didn't, so... I don't know, guys. I hope we're still getting it. If you all know, like, actual things that are happening with it, let us know other than fan talk. That's just, like, what's happening. Because everything I've been able to see are people, like, making memes about it because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, if you have um, facts and information, share that with us. Because I know personally, like, I don't have the mental energy and focus to sift through this shit and find out what's happening. But once it does happen, I'm sure my Twitter timeline will blow up and I'll be very excited. Other things. Um, what's the name of that ship that you mentioned that I haven't watched? Louis Melia. Yeah. Um, we're not doing that. on this podcast. <laughs> Listen, um, we will never be able to do a telenovela on here like this again. <laughs> like, no, not like this again. No, this is this is so intense. There's too much content, like, um, to be able to keep up and podcast about. Like, we might do random episodes where we talk about stuff, and we'll continue to cover Juliantina if other things happen. <laughs> um, but like, this is, oh my god, guys, there is so much to cover, and I was telling V like. It takes me so long to prepare for these episodes because I don't speak Spanish. So taking notes for something is a lot harder, especially when you're not like in the middle of your obsession, like doing it. Yeah. And there is a lot that happens with this show. 
Oh my gosh. And I think that maybe this is the best time to tell you guys. So I was taking diligent notes <laughs> for this podcast. Um, but I just had the craziest fucking day at work. And when I got home to record, I realized that I left my notebook at the office. So um, I might be a little bit more scatterbrained than I normally am, but I think I still remember a lot of shit. I definitely still have a lot of feelings and thoughts. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings and thoughts, but I'm also a lot less invested in the random shit that happens in the storyline that's like, Gie goes to prison. Like, I literally could care less about that rewatching it. So, you know, we'll see how how well we cover everything. I hope we live up to everybody's expectations because when we get into the actual Juliana Valentina stuff, I still truly love this ship. I think Barbara is fantastic and Maka is fantastic. And that part, I am so thrilled about still yeah definitely their stuff still makes me so excited and giddy and happy and I loved a lot and I just I also want to make sure to say like thank you so much to the Juliantina fans who still like support us and are like encouraging us to continue this and care about that because I really appreciate it. You know, we've we've taken quite a while to do this, and I think a lot of people could give up on us and be irritated. And maybe you are a little bit irritated, but thanks for staying with us. I know, honestly. Like, you know, more credit to you because your commitment to us is what's motivating us to actually do this and finish it and not just drop it. We appreciate that so much. And, you know, fingers crossed, we have an actual plan to finish the season and get them out to you pretty regularly until we finish. So, you know, keep bothering us because we're going <laughs> to do it. Or, you know, keep encouraging us and expressing your enthusiasm. <laughs> yes, we respond much better to like, you know, oh, we love you than like, Get your shit together. <laughs> um, but I get it either way, honestly. <laughs> you made me think of like sandwiching it. It's like, we love you, but seriously, you need to get your shit together because I can't wait to hear your new episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the sandwich trick. <laughs> okay, go um, on. Yeah, so if you notice in the beginning, our name has changed from shit to ship because iTunes is censoring us. <laughs> So that means please, 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 please go on iTunes, download our episodes, rate our episodes, write reviews, subscribe to us and all that jazz on iTunes now because it has been a long time and now that we're back, we want to basically tell iTunes to fuck off with all of our wonderful ratings and reviews and subscribers. Yes, we would appreciate it greatly. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, now, what you actually are here for, and not just us talking, which I guess that's also part of why you're here, but <laughs> is to talk about Julian Tina. Let's jump back into it, and we'll see how good we still are at this. Um, it, honestly, too, when it's been so long, not to talk about myself some more, but... 
I start to get intimidated and I'm like, what if I can't do it anymore? What if I can't, <laughs> what if I can't really talk about them anymore? You know what I mean? Okay. No, I feel you because like, as I was watching this, I was like, shit, I have so much content to get through. And then I was like, oh my God, like what if Katie and I like breeze through this shit? Because like, you know, like we want to get through this and like, it's so far removed. And I was like, we could talk for 20 minutes about one look. <laughs> like what if we can't like even talk about like, what if we go through, like, everything in 20 minutes? It was, like, my fear. Um, well, I think the good news is that it's impossible for us to do that because we literally have, like, hours and hours and hours. Like, I kind of did the math-ish. And hold on. Let me, let me tell you <laughs> around how many hours we have to cover still. Okay. We are around, like, eight to nine hours of content to cover still and that's like a whole season of the bold type like i don't know if you can really <laughs> understand how much and we're not even talking about the show we're talking about a ship in the show if that tells you how much content is produced from a telenovela like holy shit it's a lot I did not do that math, and my mind is, like, exploding right now. <laughs> so, with that being said, we're going to get started and hope that we're half as good at this as we were when we started. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We left off at the last episode many moons ago when Valentino was coming out to Guille. And so he basically tells her in that scene, like, you need to be honest with Lucho. So in this scene, we have Valentina going to see Lucho. And you see this, like, hesitation. Like, she doesn't really want to talk to him. But Lucho sees her. So he tries to kiss her. She rejects him. And then we go to them talking in, like, some empty classroom or auditorium or whatever, wherever they are. And um, he's not understanding because they haven't fought in forever. And he's been really good lately. And then she's, like, she takes a breath and she's, like, I appreciate that you've been trying, but I'm confused right now. And it's been hard for me. And I've been a mess because of my dad and all of these things. And Lucho just like keeps fucking pleading his case and is like, I've been so good. I don't understand. Like, I'll be patient through your dad. And she's like, it's really not about my dad. I'm gay. So we're <laughs> over. And then he turns into a fucking lunatic and is convinced there's someone else and like, gets really aggressive and macho and is makes me extremely uncomfortable. Well, yeah, because it's infuriating because, like, they haven't been fighting lately and we're seeing a little bit of a kinder side to Lucho and he's, like, being so... You know, the way he's talking to her, like, like, why? What's going on? Like, I'm here to listen to you and I want to work on this and blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, I definitely laughed when Valentina, because Lucho says, you know... I understand that you're going through all this shit around your father's death and like, I'm willing to wait for you. I love you, blah, blah, blah. And Valentina like says like, you're not hearing me. I don't want you to wait for me. And I was like, oh shit, Valentina, that's like real serious. Right. And that's the problem to begin with. It's the fact that you have to try really hard to be a good boyfriend. Like yes. she doesn't want that. Like all of the things that you're mentioning like, don't erase all of the things that you've done. And mm -hmm. 
you know, she's never really been into him anyway. It seems like she was only ever with him because she felt like she needed to be with someone. You know, I really feel for her and she's trying to do this civilized, but Lucho is a lunatic and that's part of the fucking, she is even scared to break up with him without telling him why, because he's already a lunatic. Like, does that not mean anything to these people that I just, honestly, I don't even know how or why I was even remotely sympathetic to Lucho when he died because maybe just for the simple fact he's a human being and I don't think people should get murdered. But, like, rewatching it, I'm like, he is the worst on the planet. Yeah, and I agree with you. Like, I think Valentina was definitely coming in with, like, a soft approach where just like, you know, all this shit's been going on in my life. This isn't a good time to be in a relationship. Like, how many times do women avoid saying the plain truth, which is just like, I don't want to be with you. Leave me alone. I don't feel like being hit on. Leave me alone. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, we couch a lot of our feelings in softer ways because of what are the repercussions of telling a man no so directly. And as soon as Valentina becomes firm and says, I don't want you to wait for me. Not even like I got someone else. Like, it's not I hate you. I don't love you anymore. It's just, hey, don't wait for me. That's not what I'm looking for immediately gets aggressive gets physical and it's just like who are you cheating on me with like calm down dude yeah and he chases her outside as she tries to walk away and gets like pretty physical and is basically screaming at her about cheating on him yeah it only stops because of sergio yeah sergio intervenes and is like dude what the fuck are you doing you're gonna get suspended from school you cannot act like this in public because it is not okay to act like this and Val is clearly shaken up by this. And she calls Juliana. And Juliana is shocked. And she's like, what did you tell them? Did you, te- what, did you tell him about us? And she's like, no, he would kill me if he knew about this. And I'm like, yeah. So obviously, this is, he's not a sane human being. And then Valentina obviously needs to see Juliana right away after going through this crazy experience oh gosh and god of course like the worst fucking thing is like sergio and lucho are stalking valentina like i mean that's what it is it's stalking you know they get in the car they follow her and then i just like i don't know what it is in this like rewatch with sergio i'm just like making fun of him so much in my head because i'm like you have no tact, dude, like whatsoever. Cause he's just like, Oh, Hey, look, this, you know, isn't the place that Valentina's cheating on you with, but I got to find out where Juliana lives score for me. Like he's so inconsiderate in that way. Sergio is also just such a shitty person. They're stalking Valentina. And then he's like, Oh, look, it's Juliana. The girl I've been trying to find. I'm like, yes, because she would love to find out. That you know where she lives because you stalked Valentina. That is just so encouraging. It reminds me of this thing where um, it was like some posting of a of a social media exchange talking about how scary it is for dudes like tracking down your address, and this guy was like talking to her and was like oh, you're just being soft, blah, blah, blah. 
And she's like, okay, so give me your address right now then. And then he goes, are you threatening me with violence? Nope. Like, have you seen that? I have not, and I'm fascinated. But it's basically talking about how men, like, the second you try to, like, show the double standard or, like, oh, my God, are you threatening me? Mm-hmm. When they try to say what women go through is a normal experience. Like, fucking know your boundaries. This is unacceptable. And Sergio and Lucho are fucking off the chain. And, like, I don't know if it's supposed to make you sympathetic to Sergio that he basically calls Lucho out for being fucking crazy and a bad friend. But you are still going along with him. Like, you are still doing all of this. Like, it's one thing to say it's bad, but if you're still partaking in it, and not telling Valentina or, like, giving someone a heads up or anything. Like, hey, Lucha was doing this. I'm going with him because I'm scared of what he might do. Like, you know what? If you told her, maybe I wouldn't care. But you're a horrible person. I mean, Sergio is driving, too. Like, he's the one taking Lucho to do this stalking. So, yeah, Sergio, not okay on your part. And then Valentina is talking to Juliana and she's like, Lucho reacted very badly, but he thinks she's with a guy. So, you know, that's not true. I feel like they both laugh a little bit at that too. Like, oh, ha, (laughs) being with a guy. Yeah. And then um, because he's reacting so badly, though, to the fact that she might just be with another guy that makes them kind of reevaluate and be like well how were the how will their families react to this and valentina's like well i told Guille and he was fine with it i'm like oh god these are the good times this is about to go horribly for the next few days for them and hours for us <laughs> yeah but then juliana is like well I don't think my mom is going to react that well. And um, that is definitely an understatement. I think I can say now. I know in rewatching this, I was like, man, V, like that is so stupid of you to have thought that Lupe one sensed the gay and two was going to be okay with it. Like they dropped so many hints about how traditional and conservative she is. I should have been prepared and then Val is like, yeah, I don't think Eva will react that well either. And so they decide not to tell their families. And I'm like, oh, God, if only you knew what's coming to you, you poor babies. And then they flirt a little bit, though, with each other. And Valentina tells Juliana that you're beautiful when you're right. And I'm like, oh. I wish we could just live in the two of them interacting forever because that is what's truly magical. They're so freaking adorable. Juliana, the way she smiles and just like leans into her for a hug. God, can they be any cuter? I know. And then they're like having a snack with Lupe and she's like, "Um, don't spend any more of your money on us. And Valentina's like, my father taught me to spend money on the things that I love and the people that I care about. This is like the epitome of the um, in front of my salad meme because Valentina and Juliana are flirting with each other all day long. And um, Juliana's like, you don't have to work, mom. I'll go back to work. And then we find out that 
Juliana missed her opportunity for design school while Lupe was in the hospital and Valentina is so sympathetic to this and she like apologizes and tucks Juliana's hair behind her ear and it's all very precious. Okay, so this is most definitely one of the scenes where I was like, oh, clearly Lupe knows that there is something going on between these girls because they are, yeah, in front of my salad. Like, it's just like they are looking at each other the way Juliana looks at Valentina when she's talking about sharing with loved ones. And then the way that Valentina like tucks Juliana's hair behind her ear, expressing like sadness over the fact that she didn't get to do school, like the design school. Like it is so obvious. It blows my mind that Lupe did not realize it. I think the only reason is because Juliana never really had any friends. <laughs> so <laughs> with denial is running very strong in you, you can make any excuse. And when Juliana has had any friends before, you can just wipe that away as to her having a friend for the first time. It's so funny. And it's like, you know, that's something that um people just like assume i think about girls who are best friends and get really close especially when they're younger sometimes because like even when you're not gay girls form really intimate relationships with each other but like lupe's denial is so deep she can't even like jokingly suggest that like she's oh just no like, you know, that's just friends for you like they gift you a house when you have to potentially leave the city <laughs> And credit their dead father. And it's like, oh, I just do these for the people I love. I'm inspired by my father. Um, yeah, that's not how it goes, Lupe. Sorry to tell you. And then we have a meeting between Guille and Valentina. And Eva found out about Renata. And Renata reacted really badly. And Guille and Valentina are struggling because Eva is so repressive to them. And wants to control their life. Valentina confesses that she broke up with Lucho. But she fears the outside factors will break them up. Before they even get the chance to develop. And I was like. Well your fears are pretty justified there Valentina. God. Yeah good intuition girl. And Gia is like we need to stop letting other people manipulate us. And be happy with what we want to do. And I'm like easy for fucking you to say Gia. Yeah Guillermo is. how I don't even know how old he is. But. He's definitely older than Valentina, although I guess Valentina is, like, over 18. Whatever. It's fucking complicated. And he, she's still in university. He has, like, a legitimate career. Like, yeah, things end up being difficult for him, but he's, like, an established adult human. Mm -hmm. And he has a male privilege. Like, you're in a much better place. And he's got the heterosexual privilege. <laughs> he's got a lot more going for him than Valentina does. Um, Lucho's still stalking and he's also drinking. How fun. Lucho calls Sergio a bad friend because he doesn't want to just stalk Valentina Juliana <laughs> all day, every day. And then Sergio gets pissed and he's like, how dare you call me a bad friend? And I'm like, you both are bitches and you both suck. I hate you. And you deserve each other. And then Juliana's phone dings with a message with um, Panchito there. Um, and that makes her insecure, um, even though he didn't read her phone. But, you know, she's like, doesn't want anybody to find out that she's with Valentina. And Valentina 
sends her a text that says she can't stop thinking about her. Yeah, Juliana's like super paranoid because she reads the message and she's just like, did anybody see that? Like, that's clearly going to like out me. Yeah. And then Panchita's like, oh, she probably has a boyfriend, obviously. That's why she's acting weird. And Lupe is like, no, she would not date someone and keep them from me. That would never happen. Oh, God, the foreshadowing at play here. Oh, she's keeping so much from you, Lupe. (laughs) Only you know. And then we go to literally Valentina thinking about Juliana by the pool. And then Lucho shows up and fucking assaults her. This is one of the scenes that infuriated me the most. It was so, so aggravating. Like, he's so aggressive he's drunk he's ridiculous but everyone's response to him like pisses me the fuck off like first off he's like oh go get him a coffee i'm like he literally first off this isn't even just like hook up this is your daughter you're just like you just saw him physically assault your daughter and then you're like oh go get him a coffee to calm down like what are you serious right now i can't even handle it we have, like, a quick scene where, like, Lupe tries to talk about reincarnation with Juliana. And Juliana does not buy into this shit. She's a very scientific person. And then we have, we go back to Valentina and Hakabo, And she's just, like, crying because she's extremely overwhelmed. This girl has gone through a lot in a very short amount of time. And she really doesn't want to hurt anyone. She's just in love with a girl. And, like... This poor, poor Valentina, like, she's just trying to do what's best for her. And other people can't get their own head out of their ass long enough to see that. They can't let Valentina live her life for herself. Like, they are so wrapped up in what it means for them, for them, which, like, yeah, of course, like, you're going to have feelings or whatever, but, like, Valentina is allowed to have her own thoughts and opinions and feelings and make choices based on those for herself. And then Hakabo is like, you know, take a breath, take some time to, to see what is happening and do the right thing. And she's like, what does doing the right thing mean? Doing the right thing for me or doing the right thing for other people? And I'm like, you know what? That shows a lot of empathy and intuition and like wisdom coming from Valentina. And she's younger than all these fucking bitches. And Hakaba goes, let me pretend I'm your dad for a moment. And so as her father, this is his advice. Don't break his heart. Um, You just saw him physically assault your daughter and that is your advice? It was very upsetting because that is so fucking annoying to focus on Lucho's feelings and all that shit when he is reacting ridiculously. And Valentina is already expressing her own difficulties with, you know, feeling potentially selfish for wanting to do what she feels is right for her but knows is not, you know, right for other people or it's not what other people want. And, like, that being his response, which I, you know, if you watch the whole novella, we know is really more so about how he's feeling with Lucia. It's just so fucking infuriating. 
Like, right. And then after that, Valentina's like, oh, uh, we've been talking about me. How are you? She's so empathetic and always cares about other people. And she is always trying to do things to support other people. And yet your advice in this moment is to not break his heart. I was just like, oh, my God, Valentina, you deserve so much better than this. You and Juliana, like, truly do deserve each other because you each have someone that, like, truly cares about you as a person and I love that narratively they continue to show this over and over again like that their support for each other is so pure when everything else is so convoluted but like in the scene I'm like expressively frustrated especially because after this nice tender moment Lucho fucking shows up again and then he starts accusing Valentina and Hakabo of sleeping together. Like, dear God, this bitch doesn't give anybody a second to breathe. Which, okay, I'm also having a lot of, like, an, like, grief. Like, I'm so frustrated with Lucho around this whole, like, you must be cheating on me. Which, granted, Valentina did hook up with Juliana and she is leaving Lucho. Not really, be- not really leaving Lucho because she's with someone else, but leaving Lucho because she never really wanted to be with him and did it, whatever. What annoys me about this is that he cannot wrap his mind around the concept of someone simply not wanting to be with him because she doesn't want to be with him. The only way that he can understand in his mind that she's leaving him is if she's leaving him for someone else. And that's really aggravating to like think that your identity and existence is in conjunction with another person is like, if you're not with me, then you must be with someone else. Like this idea that you can't be alone because you're not an individual. Like it just, it just pisses me off that he's so insistent that she must be with someone else. Granted she is, but whatever. It's all to do with him though. It has nothing to do with Valentina. And then, um, Hakabo's like, Oh, you should show some respect. And I'm like, yeah. I think that's exactly what he should fucking do, Hakabo. Maybe you should show some respect to your daughter as well. Just a hint. But then Valentina tells Lucho to leave. And then he continues to tell Valentina, like, oh, you'll pay for this and all this shit. I forgot because he said that shit like at the school, too. Yeah. And it pisses me the fuck off because he's like, he's like threat. I mean. It's like a threat. It's like, you're going to regret this. I'm not going to let you do this to me. You will, re- like, this is not okay. Like, calm the ugh, calm down, Lucho. Like, God, this is, like, what's that? I've, have you watched you? Oh, my God. So, I've only watched a couple episodes of season two. But, yes, I've watched season one. Okay. I've not watched you for many reasons. Mostly the main It's character. infuriating. But also, there's that meme that's very famous with Shay Mitchell, who's like, I can't do any healing with all this masculine energy in my space or whatever that is. Like, that is how I feel about fucking Lucha when I was watching this. I was like, I cannot deal with this masculine energy in my healing show, which is Juliantina. Like, I can't deal with you, bitch. Valentina basically is panicking because violence is all around her and it's never ending. She's calling Juliana and explaining what's happened and how Lucho accused her of being with the driver. But Juliana has only met Illyria because she thinks it's super funny that he would think that at all. Um, And then Valentina's like, no, not him, Cabo. 
But Valentina is like freaking out about all of this and Juliana really trying to comfort her and reassure her through all of this, but she can't leave because of her mom who was just kidnapped and threatened just a little bit ago. Because of course, violence is everywhere in a soap opera. Yeah, so Juliana just expresses that she wishes to be there, right? Like, that's what the scene is? Yeah. And so then um, Pancho comes over to be with Lupe. So Juliana leaves and surprises Valentina at her house. And Valentina is thrilled about this because she couldn't stop thinking about seeing Juliana. Um, Which we know to be true through many of her flashbacks she is always thinking about juliana i mean can you blame her i really can't honestly then they like go upstairs holding hands then we go to valentina's bedroom and they basically are about to have sex and so we have a lot of build up here a lot of self-touches, a lot of lingering looks. Like giggling and all of this like nervous energy and Valentina like laughs and kind of deflects the nervousness because like I feel like Valentina when she's nervous is the type to like fill the silence with words and like just mm-hmm. keep talking where Juliana is like this the stoic type that's just gonna like power through the the awkwardness and so it's really funny to watch those two energies con- verge in this moment i agree i thought it was hilarious because valentina is definitely like giggly and chatty and like smiley and nervous and juliana's face is like pretty serious like i mean like not negatively serious but she's like you know just going with it and i think it's so interesting their demeanors while this is happening and i also wondered if in some way This might be more nerve-wracking for Valentina because she's had experiences with men, but she's not felt what she's feeling for Juliana. I think it's interesting because, like, yes, this is Juliana's first time, but if there's anything she's sure of, it's how she feels for Valentina. So that's, like, a source of comfort for her in this moment. But Valentina's had, like, some sort of experiences before. So I think maybe that amps up her anxiety because she might feel some sort of pressure and she has things to compare this to. And she's just, like, not sure what to do with it. So she's like, oh, you're so soft. Oh, you smell so good. <laughs> like, like Valentina, stop talking. You're making me embarrassed. She's just going to go ahead and comment on every single part of it. Every single part of this. Please stop. <laughs> But even through this, like, even though Juliana is kind of a little more assured, because, um, like, she's even on point with that eye contact game in this. Val- and Valentina has, like, a more intense, nervous energy going on. She still asks if Juliana's okay. Um, and then Juliana's like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm nervous, though. And then Valentina's like, oh, do you want to stop? And then Juliana, ever the romancer, is like, no, this is the perfect way to show how we feel in this moment. And I'm like, okay, wow, you guys are just like, whoo, going for it. Not only are you going for it, you're going to talk about it, too. Like, they're ready. 
And so they just like strip slowly and delicately and caress each other. And then they make out and go into the shower. And that's where it cut off originally when we watched it. You know, I was just thinking, do you remember South of Nowhere? Yes. Do you remember how they like made jokes about how they have to like kiss like praying mantises on top of the bed because they couldn't like make out on like in bed? Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I can't get over the fact that Valentina suggests that they should go in the shower, you know, when they're about to have sex for the first time. Like, I just think it's hilarious. And I wonder if they originally recorded it this way because they maybe couldn't make out in bed together. But then even that got cut until everyone insisted upon the release of this. But like, I do. I want. I wonder if the reason they went into the shower is because they couldn't do the bed. I was thinking about that because even just like the caressing and the slow stripping and all that shit, it felt very reminiscent to old school lesbian shit um, and like movies. So mm-hmm. obviously, South of Nowhere is one of those. Like I remember them talking about in interviews all of these like creative ways that they would have to try to do things to imply sex like someone's mm-hmm. sitting on the bed and someone's standing so that recru- like it creates this kind of awkward angle but it's like the only thing that they could do really to show it and all this so yeah i think that's why they did the shower because i guess they're like standing up is like different i don't know like i just always find that so weird i'm like what do you think the difference is? Like, I know. I'm just like dying because I'm just like, you know, you can have sex like in a variety of positions. And like, I don't understand what the standing up in a shower <laughs> is better than laying in a bed with like fucking blankets over you. Honestly, especially for somebody's first time, like a first experience, we're going to go into the shower. Like, you know how that just... That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Especially for Valentina to suggest that someone who's been experienced in some regard. Yeah. I mean, she's done everything with Charles. <laughs> God. <laughs> was that his name? Yeah, Charles. He was Canadian, yeah. right? <laughs> South of Nowhere. Was South of Nowhere Canadian? No. Uh, no, 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 no. It was based in L.A. and it's definitely, I think both of the women are from the U.S. too, yeah. Okay, it gets confusing on what's Canadian and U.S. in terms of the gay content that we produce. Um, but anyway, so then weeks later, we get the shower release of them <laughs> in the shower, which they don't even get naked. Like you can see their clothes. On in the I know. I was like, "What the fuck with this bra strap? Take your fucking bra off." which i don't know if we were supposed to see it in the shop but they're like sopping wet so like no i don't think that we are because have you watched any of those do you remember after everything was all done then the website did the interviews that they did no 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 um so like recently ish um the website went ahead and shared like i guess like even more extended scenes so Um, but we needed to be able to, like, we couldn't be in the U.S. to watch it. And so I didn't watch them, but I recently went onto YouTube for some reason trying to see the extended scene and I ended up seeing, I guess, the other extended scene that was restricted from the U.S. And there are parts where, like, Valentina pulls Juliana's bra strap, like, down. 
What? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like she's undressed, like taking it off. And so then, like, they move into the shower. So it looks like she's naked. But then in the next what? scene, you see. Oh my yeah, God. Have you, do, do you not know what I'm talking? Yeah, it was like shit that I wanted to watch, but I never did because I'm in the U.S. and I'm I suck at technology and like I just didn't know this scene. I thought this part was the extended part. Yeah, so this was extended, but there's even more. Like I saw it on YouTube, like because I would have remembered if Valentina slipped that bra strap down. <laughs> I just scared my dog too with that reaction. Like she stood up. She was just like, "What is going on? Mommy is a lesbian and having feelings. <laughs> I'm having a feelings attack. Don't worry, I'm fine. Um, okay. Well, they also like." I mean, it's they go for it in the shower. They would really get into that making out and uh, they like touch each other's lips and shit. It's all very like sensual. Yes, my favorite fucking part is when Valentina puts her hand on that damn like I know. I'm like, yeah, girl, get it. (laughs) God. Oh, the the stuff we went through when these scenes were originally released. I actually remember where I was when these scenes dropped. <laughs> I do because I remember I was annoyed because I knew that they were dropping and my <laughs> This is my very exciting life you guys. My wife made me go to the town's fucking recycling meeting so that we could <laughs> learn about how to recycle better. <laughs> So I was in there looking at my phone like I just want to watch some lesbians make out not f- learn what kind of fucking plastic I can recycle. How lesbian of you that you were at a recycling meeting? <laughs> oh god. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I remember. Um, I don't remember where I was but I remember freaking out on Twitter for a solid amount of time. Moving on. Honestly, though, this is my favorite part. Like, even though we, I did enjoy the extended bit in the shower afterwards and was, like, excited to see it because who doesn't want to m- watch Maka and Barbara make out, right? Like, obviously, that's what I we all want to see that. If you don't want to watch them make out, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, we really can't be friends. <laughs> we get a morning after scene, which is, like, one of my favorite scenes of the whole show. Like, the tenderness between them in this is glorious. They wake up cuddled in bed the next morning. And Sylvina tries to come and disturb the peace to give Valentina breakfast, which wakes them up. I'm pretty... Yeah, they're, like, spooning and shit. Even. Oh, yeah, they're so fucking cute. Like, Valentina's a big spoon, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, I wish we could have just stayed here forever. It wouldn't be as exciting, but I would still really appreciate it. And then that freaks them out. Um, Valentina's like, what do you want? Leave me alone! Like, she sounds like a teenager yelling. Juliana hides underneath the blankets like that's gonna, like, if they can't see me, I'm not here. <laughs> God, thank Thank God Valentina had the wherewithal to lock her door. Like, oh my God. Could you imagine how much worse this could be? So then Juliana is like, I feel weird. <laughs> and then Valentina's like, I feel weird too, but I think this is normal. Like, this is the first time we've done something like this. And um, Juliana's like, 
I should probably leave. <laughs> and then I'm like, Kuliana, you're not dealing with your feelings well the next morning. She's just like, you know, I actually think this is so interesting because, you know, they go to sleep cuddling each other, obviously. I'm like, what happened after the shower? Did we just, like, go to the bed? Did things continue in the bed? I don't know where we ended up here. Yeah, I definitely was very curious about that. Cause, I don't know. I just have a lot of logistical questions. <laughs> they went to bed naked and they woke up that way, cuddled together, which is all nice. And it's like kind of nice to think about. Like, that's how they ended their night. And then they wake up and then the next morning, Valentina is like really wanting to like be close to Juliana which is, like, kind of sweet if you think about Valentina's, like, past experiences and the not-greatness of them. Oh, my God. I really want to go watch the Julian or the the scene after Valentina and Lucho hook up. I wonder if they're cuddled or if they're, like, separate. They're not, I don't think. They're not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, like, Juliana, like, this is her first time, and she really doesn't know how to process it. So her first reaction is, like, okay, I think I need to, like, kind of leave and figure out what's going on. But then um, Valentina's like, no, don't leave me, stay, and, like, cuddles in to her. And Juliana accepts it, and it's, like, the softest, most tender thing, and it's just really precious it is it is one of the cutest things i just i love how consistently valentina will nuzzle into juliana's neck and it very much reads as a person at like it seems as if though it is valentina's like safe place like it's i just i love it and i love that she does it after they've had sex i love that it softens juliana a little bit when she's like ready to like leave because she's like kind of freaking out it's just so cute and I like how they played it, too, though, because I feel like they played it as, like, a normal freaking out because this is, like, the first time Juliana's experienced this. Not, like, a she regrets it type of thing. It's just, like, a, I don't know what to do with my feelings. And then I like that she kind of softens again and, like, cuddles into Valentina and also very much wants that. And to talk about what we were saying, like, I think it was probably also staged that they were, like, sitting up when they, like, cuddled into each other and not, like, yep. laying down in the bed. Even though I'm like, what is the difference, really, honestly? But And I agree. I think that they played it not as though Juliana was having some freak out about, like, I had sex with a woman. What does this mean? Because I think that she feels pretty secure in her feelings for Valentina. But I think it's more so of the, like... You know, she was asleep and she was awoken by Silvina almost walking in on them. And so this kind of like nervousness about like staying in this in this situation or in this space, you know, like who else might come and knock and who might see them and like know what's happened when they're still figuring their own shit out. So I do think that it was like not that kind of freak out. It was just kind of a much more natural like, OMG, I just had sex and I'm like at her house and like who could find out and ah. And I love the way that she did soften, which, you know, for me indicated that, like, you know, she's still into her. She's still into this. It's just the circumstances of discomfort. Right. And then so they get dressed and they're going downstairs and like Valentino's super excited about breakfast. But then, uh oh, Eva is here in this house. 
And immediately Valentina's like, oh, we should go somewhere else. I don't think we really need to deal with this the day after. And honestly, everything that happens from here on after makes me so sad because like they really just wanted to be able to like cherish this experience and this time with each other. And that was like fucking stolen away from them basically until the show ends from here on out. So oh god i will never stop being angry about how their time gets ruined after this (laughs) they just wanted a day a single day to like be just be with each other and they can't even have that but they probably should definitely go somewhere else as long as have us in the house so then they're in the car and they're just uh, i love this scene so much they're like sitting right next to each other in the car and they're just like giving each other all these like flirty eyes and they have like this like wonderful handhold and like the second they hold hands they start like laughing and giggling because they can't keep it together and Illyrio is like looking through the rearview mirror and it's like what the fuck is wrong with them in the backseat they're in love <laughs> they're in love and they just don't know what to do and then Juliana's like, where are we going? And Valentina's like, it's a surprise. And then they make like jokes about Juliana's outfit. And she's like, what'd you get me all dressed up for? And Valentina's like, you picked it out. Like, It was so cute. It was so cute. It was precious. And they're just like joking with each other. And then they like rejoin hands at the end. And oh, God. I just want to cherish these moments of peace and make sure that we do because it will not happen again. I mean, I know because like the next scene that we see is like fucking Lucho and Sergio stalking them again. God, and he's got like this whole conspiracy about Illyrio being in on it and there's this whole cover up and and Hakabo is like this huge like schemer and i'm like lucho she doesn't think you're stalking her why would they be going through these great links to hide from you when they don't even know that you're following them yeah because you know why lucho people god i want to say like normal people do not stalk other people healthy people do not stalk other people maybe i feel more comfortable with that statement yeah I mean, God, it's not like you tried to do a quick social media dive. Like, you're literally following her everywhere, multiple days. Like, this is honestly just uncomprehensible. It's not okay behavior. And, yeah, so Valentina is functioning under the belief that you are being going to be a rational human being and therefore is not trying to secretly meet up with her lover, Hakobo, who's in another vehicle. She's with her lover in the car. (laughs) (laughs) You're so blinded by your hatred. You are literally blind to what is happening in front of you, you bitch. So we're going to end here because we want to be able to have something to cherish with Valentina and Juliana and at least one more episode before we get into like the constant despair that they face to wrap the season up. So we're going to end here and then we will pick back up with some really good moments between the two of them. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to us, guys. 
And we will be back sooner than you think with the next one. So stick with us, guys. We love you. Thanks for supporting us all this time. Bye. Bye, guys. This Lesbian Shit is Intense is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.